It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Uh, a very busy news day. When isn't it a very busy news day? But I have to say, my, my, my main thought today is um, um, the 8th of November is my little daughter's birthday. And today, I'm going to have a little bit of a mummy moment here. Today, she's 16 years old. And I cannot believe I'm the mother of a 16-year-old after all of these uh, many, many years. Um, Ali Mirage is joining me all this morning. I have to say, I've, I've had a little bit of an emotional one this morning about sort of... My baby, my little baby, growing up. Absolutely, and, and I can understand. It feels, it feels very, it feels very grown up. Congratulations, um, well, yes, well, well done, me, well done, me for, for, for thank, and also thank God for pethidine, gas and air, and epidurals, which got me through the seventy-four <laughs> hour labour that was happening until, uh, in fact, at this moment, still, uh, my daughter was born around seven thirty in the morning. So uh, I was this time, I was still, uh, still in labour, um, and oh, oh joy! Uh, but no, it's 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 a really amazing thing when your child's funny grows up, um, and and the funny thing is, she's still at sixteen, more mature than crazy people on gantries at the M25. <laughs> did you see how I linked that? Did you see? <laughs> I'd be so mortified if my daughter ever did anything like that. And frankly, had her, had such little knowledge of the world that, that she would think that was a, a, a sensible cause to go and get hysterical about. Um, let's talk, Ali, um, about where we are. COP27 um, and Just Stop Oil activists on the M25, because it all does tie in genuinely with, with hysteria. Now, we don't even need to have a debate about is climate change an issue? Is it man-made? Is it something we should do something about? We don't even have to debate that. We can just have a conversation about, because apparently, according to Ofcom, those issues are settled. According to them, under the Broadcasting Code, those issues are settled. Nothing to question here, nothing to see here, because everyone's decided, so we all have to just stand up to that just in case you were wondering. Um, but we can have a conversation, surely, about what we would do about it, what we should do about it, how much it will cost, who should pay. Um, the message seems to be countries like Britain, who brought the Industrial Revolution to the world, should be paying reparations and the like. The hysteria, and again, you can you can believe there's climate change that's man-made that needs to be a, is a problem without being hysterical and catastrophizing it. When you have the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres talking about how we are the world is on a highway to climate hell, um, and, and and statements like this, no wonder you get twenty four year old pop star wannabe Cambridge educated Louise Harris, that frankly bonkers girl, 
um, I'm calling her a girl because she was behaving like a child, um, among the Just Stop Oil activists scaling gantries over the M25 yesterday and being completely and utterly hysterical. I mean, it's just two ends of the same thing, isn't it? Well, I was a bit worried about her psychological state. I mean, look, I do think that uh, uh, climate change is, a, is an important issue. It's a serious issue. It's a pressing one. I also think that governments need to step up and stop uh, talking about and actually commit to their nationally determined contributions and do something well, about we, well, it. Well, wait, wait a second. Britain has. Well, Britain's doing a lot uh, and it needs to do I more. I say too much. Uh, <clears throat> I think you need, you need resilience. You need mitigation. Uh, and also you need the private sector, which, by the way, is coming in in droves into this area, Julie. I mean, you can't move at an infrastructure conference for what the words ESG, environmental social governance uh, issues now. Well, it's the biggest that, topic. That's because it's what's socially acceptable at dinner parties and there's a lot of money in it. There is. And there's billions coming in to try and decarbonise, which is uh, important. But I do think, look, Antonio Guterres was, was pretty stark yesterday, but we've heard these warnings again and again and again. And people are getting fed up of this. They want actually action to be taken. Do they? On the, I think they do. A lot of people do. I mean, there are... A lot are, of people are, do. Again, they do. We often hear like they do. Look, people, and we're told this is one of the three biggest issues to people um it's not a big issue to virtually anyone i know and anyone i meet well well look i i personally think it is an issue um uh, do people will take a different view and i don't think they should be closed down i think people should be able to have a robust open discussion about the effects of this i mean look you don't have to be um one doesn't have to be that uh, intelligent to see what the, some of the effects i look at the flood flooding and mass flooding etc you know that never happened before well, not to that extent, it hasn't. No, no it has. Yes, it has. Uh, in, yes, it has. In, in, 30 years, in Pakistan, 30 years ago. Well, I mean, look. I, I, I mean, you, honestly, this is, I mean, this is the thing. It, it has happened. I mean, again, for Ofcom purposes, not not questioning the established settled science. <laughs> because, again, we're not allowed to question settled science anymore because um, it's important because we shouldn't, like, for instance, lockdown. I mean, for me, the same people telling me that this is a catastrophe in the climate, you know, and, we, and we have to actually do it, I mean, and whatever the cost, it's worth it because the cost of not doing something is the planet's going to no, die. We're on fire. Yeah. Those people, I mean, they're mm. just hysterical. Nothing in the IPCC report suggesting any of that stuff, actually. And yet you get people like the UN Secretary General saying it. But those are the same people who were also hysterics over COVID, insisted on lockdown, didn't want to cost benefit analysis there's been no cost benefit analysis of of what we should do to tackle climate change if if we can if if we can have an impact on that what the cost to to our country to the world to humankind is going to be from from doing that um no we we see the outcome of not questioning um, established views when it comes to lockdown, we see the we see the the value of 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 why you should have a cost benefit analysis. So when you get a load of kids who 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 are doing really badly in school and ki- and kids committing suicide because of mental health problems because they were locked in their bedrooms for a year and a half, uh, and and the the impact on our general health, whether it's heart disease, uh, cancer, um, people being overweight, all of that, um, the impact on our economy. And again, no country's ever got their their population healthier by getting poorer. All of the impacts that we're seeing now of lockdown, all of which, by the way, people like me were warning about very early on we were shut down we were, we were told no 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 you're a denier a covid denier well now we're now we're climate deniers for pointing out there is a cost to all of these of course things. there is and you're absolutely right and Julie, i believe that cost yeah. to be way 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 greater yeah 
and that I don't believe, the evidence is clear, way greater than anything we could do to mitigate any uh, man-made climate change. Well, look, I, I look, I found it a price for people who take contrarian views. And I think people should be yeah. out there open to discuss these matters. I happen to believe it is an issue, but I respect those who mm. take a different view. And I want to debate it and robustly understand where they're coming from and challenge yeah, them, I, which I is how you, always, which is how you wrong, make progress. If I'm wrong, yeah. what, but, what, what, but it was her back as me. Well, you know, oh, oh, you disagree. Well, so, you know, Greta Thunberg's wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got better qualifications than Greta Thunberg to talk about, I mean, basically any subject whatsoever. But let's have a listen, just that little clip from what the UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, uh, had to say to COP27 summit in um, lovely, sunny Sharm el-Sheikh. Fantastic scuba diving and snorkelling. I cannot recommend it more highly. Here's what he had to say. We are on a highway to climate hell with our foot still on the accelerator. And the clock is ticking. We are in the fight of our lives and we are losing. Greenhouse gas emissions keep growing. Global temperatures keep rising. And our planet is fast approaching tipping points that will make climate chaos irreversible. We are getting dangerously close to the point of no return. And to avoid that dire fate, all G20 countries must accelerate their transition now in this decade. Humanity has a choice, cooperate or perish. It is either a climate solidarity pact or a collective suicide pact. I mean, could he be more hysterical? I mean, if, if I heard that in a you know, student debating society, I'd write that person off as a lunatic. Well, look, I mean, he's using stock language, but we've had stock language before, I think. What... Stock language, is it inaccurate language? I mean, a well... great metaphor, dire fate, cooperate or perish, a suicide pact. There is, again, has any of these people read any of these IPCC reports? There is nothing in those reports that says the planet's going to die and we're all going to die. There is nothing in those scientific reports that says that. Even if we hit the highest possible um, increase in, in temperatures, you know, by the end of the century, that still wouldn't cause an end to the planet or human life or or animal life at all. There's, where are people getting this from? Well, I look. I, I think he's using stark language to try and motivate action, but we've been there before. But you and it hasn't no, no, happened. but you, but you, okay, right? You know, so so if I say no, no, let's say when we have a Home Secretary who says things like, you know, this is an invasion on our borders when tens of thousands of of, of you know soldier age men come over to this country without no, you know, without without permission, that's terrible inflammatory language. But you're allowed to say suicide pact, cooperate or perish, dire fate, um, we're on a highway to climate hell, and and you get fated by the world. Look, I think that look, I, I think that people will take different views on this. I think the no, point no, that you no, made. This is oh sorry, I'm trying apologies for this. This idea that people can take no, people people can they can only use one set of facts. There well, is no it, fact that says from anyone who's got any reputation of this that says any of those things that he said are true. Well, Antonio Guterres would argue differently, Julie. That's the point, right? He would cite loads of uh, loads of evidence. And well, I loads can say of... there are fairies at the bottom of the garden course, as well, but course. it doesn't well, look, make it true. Look, look this is you, one needs to have temperate language, and one needs to have a proper, constructive debate. And people who argue and disagree about different things should be allowed to come to conclusions and debate these things properly. and say anything they want without well, any benefit. I, I think I think fact. you made an interesting point around cost benefit analysis, right? One of the things that people think about and and, and contemplate is the energy trilemma 
What is that? You're trying to balance the cost of doing things with decarbonization effects of it and also energy security, which is another big issue. So the Just Stop Oil people who are going around trying to ruin paintings and sticking themselves to the pavements and all sorts of stuff and creating problems on the M25. What they also don't realize is that, by the way, you do need baseload power to keep the lights on, right? The wind doesn't they blow do all the time. They do realize it, but that's their agenda. They yeah, want but, to yeah, take but, us back to the yeah, stone yeah, They're anti-capitalist. Yeah, but this is ridiculous, right? This is totally ridiculous. Well, they're mad. Look, I'm a capitalist. I also think climate change is an issue, but we also need to have energy security. And by the way, we also need to solve the issue of baseload power. You need baseload power. So it's either going to come from nuclear or it's going to come from battery storage, which we haven't conquered we haven't yet. Got, I think, I think he, all right? the battery storage in the world, I think we can do 11 minutes. Yeah, of, I mean, we'll get energy. there in the end. But we're not there yet. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.